lawyer talk off the record on the air. Lots of good stuff to talk about today. Uh, lots of interesting stuff happening, but uh, not the least of which uh, this cop. Uh-oh, we're pointing at something here. We have something in the news. But we started out by talking about this uh, this police officer. Where was it? Do you remember where it was? It was in Florida, but... Florida, that's right, it was. I don't know what county. Yeah. It was down in Florida. Now, this is, this is interesting to me, because what you have is a police officer who is planting methamphetamines on suspects. Man. So, like, imagine the last time a client comes to you guys, and, and they say, you know, I'm not guilty, the evidence was planted. It's like, as soon as you start saying the evidence is planted to your lawyer, they start thinking, yeah, uh-oh. Yeah. Boy, how am I going to prove that? And I'm not saying I never believe that because I, I am not so naive to think that doesn't happen. But you start to think, what is a jury really going to say when I go into a courtroom and say they planted the evidence? It's like that's, that's Man, the they stuff must have of planted it. I never had that. They planted it. Right. That's so, the old, I mean, those aren't that? even my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Trick. I was camping. Like, these aren't I, my I, pants. I put on somebody else's pants and I left. It was early yeah. morning. I couldn't yeah. see. I don't know what you found in there. Not yeah, holy yeah. smokes. It's insane. And uh, you would never think that it yeah. is actually happening, yet here it is. It's it's happening, and it's been exposed. Jackson County, Florida. In Jackson County, Florida. What's this dude? Can we Benjamin get this guy's name? Bowling. Benjamin Bowling. Bowling Ball. for methamphetamine. He used to plant, I was reading the article, he used to plant weed, too. His big thing was he'd pull people over and be like, your taillights were out, left to center, and then he'd ask people, can I search your car? And they'd all be like, yeah, sure. You know, I've, I've got nothing to hide. Nothing. Except for this bag of meth. Mm-hmm. And, or he would say this, I think I smell marijuana. That, like, no, that's his thing. That was his thing. thing. I, 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 yep. I smell marijuana. I search a car and they're like, no, there's no marijuana in here. So, you know, have, have at have it. Have at it. Yeah. And then he was like this, hmm, look at this duffel bag. I don't think it would duffel bag size, right. but I mean, why not? It's not even my duffel bag. <laughs> this cop's name's... Uh, Bowling. Zachary Wester. Oh, I thought it was. No, oh, no, that, no, that's, no, no, That's the kid that got pulled over. Oh, oh, that's that's his, 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 he's a deputy. This is the story. Yeah, yeah Deputy right. Wester. So you're Deputy right. Wester. I, what, what's his motive? Has, has, has that been exposed yet? Why do this? The prosecutor that released the statement said something like, they cannot, what did he use? Something like, we cannot see into a man's heart to determine why you would have some kind of motivation to do this. Oh, yeah. bullshit. You've never, you're never certain of what lies in the heart of a man. But he goes on to say in the same sentence that he has no intention of entering any sort of plea bargain, and this dude faces up to 30 years in prison, and his defense attorney wasn't immediately available. Come on, dude. Look. This is a dream this is, case. This is a 52 counts of racketeering. When CNN calls, I'm available. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's right. happened before. It's like, I'm yeah. all, uh, oh, CNN? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, I've got to go. i got <laughs> CNN on the horn. I'm not trying to criticize him, but you know those moments, because you can kind of cheat. You know, somebody's on there, you know, like, what do I say? You know what I mean? So you get a little nervous about it. You got to have the canned response. Yeah, you got to be like, look, here we go. So here's the deal. You just got to have that canned response, which is something like, we are waiting to see all the evidence. We look forward to an opportunity to address the charges. We will have more information when you guys get more information. But for now, I think we have to remember what the rules of play are. I mean, he's accused of something that's horrible. Uh, He's got every right to defend himself, just like anybody else. And uh, he's exercising that right. I mean, just give some some generic statement like that, and and then move along. Yeah, but I like hide. the way the, the Washington Post article I read. That's the Benjamin Bowling. That's where I got his name. That poor guy. So he was released from prison. He was like sober. Yeah, he's and he was going to work, passing all his drug tests. This poor guy gets pulled over by this officer, and they search his car and they find meth, and he's just like, 
at a loss. Like he's like, you can search my car, dude. I'm clean. Dude, I'm clean. I've been out of prison. I've and this dude, poor guy, goes to jail. It looks like they had to drop. There were at least 119 cases that had to be yeah. dropped once this news broke. Man, In, inmates were released too. Inmates, yeah, you're right. Yep, they released like eight inmates. Two hundred sixty-three like cases. cases under review. Yeah, two hundred sixty-three remain under review. Eight inmates were actually released from the correctional facilities. And right. he had a body cam on him that he very rarely, they said, but had. That's how he got suspended before this even got... happened. <laughs> yeah. So before it even happened, like two years ago or whatever, they were finding that he was turning his body cam on and off. And often when he was turning it back on was when he had the meth in his hand. Like he like acted like he found it somewhere. This just scares the heck out of me. That well, it's it's like it's like we said. I mean, if you could, if I Jeff, how many times have you gone into a courtroom and say to a prosecutor, "Look, my client says the evidence was planted. He never had it." Like, what's the reaction to that? Right. First, your yeah. client's a no good, rotten, lying sob, right. and you're stupid and crazy because you believe him. Right. So, can you imagine like running that defense for all these people that had planted evidence? They're, well, they had to run into defense attorneys that were like, "Yeah, yeah, I've heard it all before. Yeah, right. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and somebody had to something happened in the video that he didn't cover up, right? And they yeah, that's linked it, it right up there. That was, yeah. it, he he grabbed a pair of gloves from his cruiser, then appears to be holding a tiny plastic baggie inside his left hand, according to the video affidavit. David Davis describes the, 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 the like magician's sleight of hand. Hey. Without putting on the glove, the deputy Worcester's left, his hand dropped out of view. And then all of a sudden, Lumbia. the bag of meth. Look at what we have right here. Yeah. The old Gosh. drop gun. Yeah. And, and him dropping the meth, that you guys would know better. I mean, a small amount is a pretty serious charge. It's a, a felony. The only it's way to slice so high is felony. Yeah, yeah. it's felony. Yeah. And we're going to get to more felonies here in a second. But it's a, it, it, I guess there's a couple more things we should talk about here. And that is um, we all think that such allegations are nonsense. Everybody thinks it's, it's total crap. Now, some people may say, yeah, sure, it can happen. But it's never happening on the case that you're working on. The prosecutors never think that. The judges never think that. Juries never think that. Even defense lawyers, it's hard to get your head around that sometimes. Yet here it is happening. So there's this notion out there that all police officers are trustworthy and any allegation to the contrary is nonsense. Now I know a lot of, in fact, more than, more than I know plenty of police officers. I've never run into somebody that's this corrupt. Although right. I've worked on cases where there are corrupt cops in the background. I guess my point is to say they are human too and not immune from uh, nefarious, awful, horrible activities that end up putting people in prison. Uh, and you do wonder what the motive is. Is it because they're doing God's work or is it because they think they've got some religious high high ground or is it because you think they just are trying to, to boost their numbers to get it got It's got to be. Whatever? That's, that's what I think. It's got to be yeah, that I mean, he just wants to have a lot of drug arrests and he just wants to be known as a guy that's a made a lot of drug arrests. Maybe rise the level of the detective or something. And this is just yeah. not isolated. I mean, look what's happening down in Pike County with the sheriff down there. There's allegations you know? of corruption down there. I mean, um, and there's a there's a local police officer around here on the east side of Columbus uh, was recently terminated, and there was a lot of cases that had to be dismissed as a result of that. Uh, I guess the point is, it happens and it happens everywhere, not just because you're seeing it on the news. It exists. So next time you got that client that says, "Nah, it wasn't me. They planted the evidence. Maybe they did. I don't know." Right? Yeah. And then you got to sort of beg the question. My what my, I- my knee jerk reaction is usually, "All right, well, we got." I got a drug test, one of those at-home drug tests. Can we go take that right now? We'll just make sure you're clean. 
But what if he's not? Uh, what if he does use drugs and it was planted? Well, I guess we could have that scenario too. But usually you can tell by somebody's face if you go, all right, what's the big deal? We're going to have you go take a drug test right now. And they're just like, oh. And he's like, I will pass. Yeah. That's going to be with, most of these people's reaction. Colors. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, take it. I'll take the test. No, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, it's disturbing to me that that kind of stuff exists doing what we do. Uh, it, it hurt. Like to read that article, I was like, these poor people. Like, can you imagine on your way lost, to work? Lost his child. Yeah, on your way to work, and and, and you know what? We got to punctuate another point. And you know, Jeff, you and I did a hearing a couple of years ago for a kid, and uh, it was a drug case. He was pulled over, and there was a search of his car, and the search yielded a bunch of drugs. I think it might have been meth, actually, a a bunch of drugs. But the search was bad. I mean, and I'm saying this not because the judge agreed, in fact, quite the opposite, but the search was bad. It was a BS search. They shouldn't have searched his car. Uh, it was an unlawful search. It violated the Fourth Amendment, and uh, the police did it. And then, in my humble opinion, they got up on the stand and fudged it. They said things to try to justify that search after the fact, and uh, the court upheld it. Now, here's what pissed me off about it is the court not only upheld it, they were upset at us for actually raising it mm. and suggesting it. And all the evidence pointed in the direction that we were walking in. Now, I don't know if you remember the case I'm talking about. It ended up uh, being indicted later as a RICO. I don't. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to yes, remember. Yes, you do. We had the case for months and months and months trying to get the prosecutor to do something. You had something the guy. He had the hair on his head. Yeah. You know, he had two arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with yeah, yeah. the two arms. Yeah. The two arms. yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. it now. Remember ended now. up having uh, components of the case down, in, uh, down near Cincinnati and other places. But anyway... We did this hearing, uh, and this guy had the drugs, was guilty of possessing drugs, assuming the drugs were coming into evidence, and uh, the court was so upset with us for even hinting that maybe the police had uh, overstated their position in the suppression hearing, and by that I mean just flat out lying, lied, uh, but I think they did. And uh, I think I think it happens all the time, and I think I've seen it happen all the time. Not in the context like this this guy who's just planting evidence, but in the context, like they don't want to, you know, they're just like, they don't want to admit that they did something wrong. It's really difficult to do that. And then, then take for instance, how many cases we have that just fall or turn exclusively on the testimony of a police officer mm -hmm. exclusively. So I guess what I'm saying is the sanctity of that credibility in the court system, we can't discount it. Um, and then you have a guy like this who proves that mm -hmm. that kind of, sanctity maybe is is not so appropriate maybe maybe you shouldn't just give everybody the benefit of the doubt just because they're carrying a badge now that's not to it's not to belittle police officers they got a tough job it's right. hard you know but but look they're human too and yep. uh, lots of cases lots of people lots of prisoners are sitting there because police officers testified and for no other reason that's what's troubling about it so if the if you if you think you're immune from a police officer fudging it lying or or or, or beefing up the case it ain't so. That's how I see it anyway. Now, what about... Uh, now, we have, and we have, them give you an example. We even had a case a while back, Jeff, you probably remember, the, you remember, Steve, accused of OVI, had a strong odor of an alcohol beverage on him, he sideswiped some cars, he was a little loopy, um, took a urine test. We later discovered that he might have had diabetes. He went to the doctor, he did have diabetes. Yeah. The Negative urine test alcohol. comes back. Yeah. It's point zero 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 one, but yet the officer stating he had a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage. Now look, so that's a perfect example of kind of fudging. You think they're doing something, so you're going to add something to it. Now, even better, we had this case recently. Jared, you like this one? Um, guys pulled over, 
I'm not. It was down on I think on 23, and uh, it was a, the state trooper pulls him over uh, for suspicion of OVI or something else. I don't know, but it was like after work time, and uh, during the course of the stop, uh, the officer feels like our guy might be behaving a little bit odd, might be drunk, perhaps, might be under the influence of some other drug, perhaps. So he starts investigating. In the course of the investigation, he calls for backup. Just pretty standard operating procedure. And particularly in a drug case, they have these uh, guys who allegedly are DREs, drug recognition experts, who can do a battery of tests on you and determine, they say, that you are, must be under the influence, not of alcohol, but some drug. And I think some of them can even say what it is. Um, they're experts on it. Now, I, I, I happily bring them in here and debate them. I think it's hogwash. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this case, maybe... Uh, an example of that. So here's what happens. The other cop arrives in the midst of all this. By now, uh, this individual is in the back seat of the first cop cruiser. And uh, But it's a warm day and the windows are open. Uh, everybody has to understand that mics are on, not just our podcast mics, but body mics for the police officers. So we can hear all of this and see it on video. And the other police officer actually sticks his head in and uh, has a couple words with the client and then says, oh, yeah, I can smell it from here. Smell it a mile away, uh, meaning the booze. Well, there was no allegation You've by the first officer. You've been doing a little boozing, have you? <laughs> there was no allegation by the first officer that there was an odor of alcohol, that it was alcohol-related at all. It was, a, it was an alleged drug case. So you can sort of see what was happening. It's like Trooper Number 2 comes here and helps bolster up the stop by making comments that are recorded. Now, if you troopers did this and you happen to be one of the 10 million people listening to this podcast, shame on you. Hmm. You got caught with your pants down on this one. And uh, now, fortunately, it came back. They did a urine test. Guess what the result was? Snake eyes. Zipper. Zero. Hmm. Had done nothing. Nothing at all. Zippo. And, Bill, that's your point. It's like everybody's so sure that the police officers are so sure that they're under the influence of alcohol, like in your case, diabetes, uh, then it comes back snake eyes. And um, now diabetes I, does that. Now there can be an odor emitted that, that is sort of pungent. Right. I've seen it. This was about a year or so ago, but I saw an officer, I wasn't on the case, but it was in the courtroom I was in, was debating with a defense attorney and a prosecutor because the same situation happened. So it came up zeros. There was nothing in their system at all. But this officer was so adamant based on his DRE or based on his field sobrieties, that this person was impaired by something. He was arguing with the defense attorney who they were already dismissing the case, but there was some sort of like speed with it or something. Yeah. And the defense attorney was like going to say, look, just dismiss the speed too. I mean, this guy, you got it wrong. Everything should go away. And he was, uh, he was debating them saying, well, there's drugs we don't know about that. These, these tests, we can't test for everything. This blood or urine that we, that we took, we can't, we can't know, we can't know every drug out there. There's a bunch of them that we don't even know about yet. So he was basically standing so hard, <laughs> so hard with his position. I've heard those are powerfully Dude. good. And there's no test for ground uni- unicorn horns. Yeah. yeah. So I this mean, cop is willing he to He was say, standing there saying, just because that test says that, I know what I saw. He and he, they were impaired. They were dismissing it. But before. he still was not going to concede anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to say- I remember sitting there thinking, holy sh-. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's insane. Like, he, yeah. like his default is, I am so right that- the definitive scientific test is wrong. Yeah. It's insanity. Well, the, the, I'm so, I'm right, but the test that they, they only test for certain things, so which are probably be, a lot of things. I'm so sure. it must be something that we're not really familiar with or we didn't specifically re- request be tested. 
but they were impaired based on my my training and my experience and the way that I administered these field sobrieties. It is, uh, it's crazy. And he was frustrated. I mean, like he was, he was, he was frustrated. He was acting as if he, he lost something by the case going away. Now, this is not just because police officers are inherently bad people. It no, I feel like we're bad mouthing them today. Sorry, well, cops. Sorry, we love you. Officers. You got a tough job and people shoot at you. That really sucks. Well, there's horrible right? lawyers too. And there's horrible cheating <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> and we're going to talk about a couple of those in a second. But uh, those, it's not to say they are bad people because they're cops. It's not to say they're even bad people, but it is to say they're just people and they're just human. And here's the thing about human nature is that we hate to admit when we're wrong. It's really difficult to say, I'm... It's like Fonzie. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny. I'll tell this quick story. I had a cop on a witness stand. It was a... Uh, my guy was accused of stealing a car and uh, he got wasted at a bar. Got a ride home with whoever he met at the bar getting drunk. Who knows? They're probably going to look for whatever. Uh, but they get pulled over because the car uh, was, was the police had pulled them over. They ran the plates, came back stolen. Well, everybody scatters. I mean, we're in dark and everybody just takes <laughs> off running. <laughs> and uh, they find him hiding behind a, a grill cover in somebody's patio. Grill cover. Yeah, so he's like he's he's oh, hunched over and, and shivering. Behind. Should have gone with the ditch. Yeah, the ditch. Yeah, I so, don't mean to interrupt your story. But remember the guy where they saw through the window we had years ago, and he was underneath the blankets, and they could see his hand slowly go back underneath the blanket. They knew he was hiding inside because like we see his hand go slowly back under the blanket. He retracted his hand in yeah. such a slight manner. No, but they uh, they take him down. They charge him with whatever, uh, receiving stolen property or being in possession of stolen property, for lack of a better way to put it, because the car was stolen and everybody had run. Um, all right, so I get the case after like three other lawyers months later. It's continued a thousand times, and uh, this guy just does not want to take a deal. He, and his defense is, look, I was wasted. I met these idiots. They were going to give me a ride wherever the hell we were going, probably to go get a burger. And uh, I don't even know why I was in that car. I didn't know that car was stolen. I didn't know the column was stripped. Uh, I was I was in the back seat. I would never have known any of this. All right, that was his. Yeah, defense. you can't see a stripped column from the you back can. seat, but yeah. So, and even if you like, they did you, the old towel over it, you so wouldn't you look. I mean, by stripped, see like anybody's seen the peeled column, it's just yeah, like they yeah, break yeah, the yeah. stuff. You break off it down, and, yeah. Um, it's not that apparent, I guess. But anyway, they are. Um, the defense is that that he was not in knowing possession of a stolen car. Uh, so we go to try the case. We pick the jury. We go through a couple witnesses. Now, cop on the witness stand who tracked him down. And we go through all this testimony about how he pulled the car behind him. And then what happened? Everybody in the car ran away. Officer so-and-so went that way and went this way. And then I saw a shadowy figure that I'd followed running from the car, duck into this area. And I went and followed him in there. Uh, <clears throat> drew my weapon and held him at gunpoint. It turned out he was, you know, it was one of the kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you see that individual sitting in this courtroom here today? This is like the question that's always asked, like identification. Now, half the time, lawyers will just stand up and say, we'll stipulate that he's uh, going to identify my client. Well, I didn't. I don't even know if I knew to do that. It was like one of my early trials. Um, I've heard you a couple times say, wait, did you point to me? Because <laughs> they, they just point over there. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Did he say me? me? I love doing that. Uh, so... I don't stipulate, and the cop just sort of scratches his head, and he looks over, and he looks at me, and looks at my client, and he's like, look, I know you want me to point over to this guy sitting over right over here. This is over a year ago. It was dark. I've had hundreds of arrests since then. 
I can't remember at all what this guy looks like. It might be him. I don't know. Says this in open court. Hmm. Prosecutor had no idea that was coming. I'm taking notes, and I look up, and I'm like, what the hell just hmm. happened? Yeah. I'm in the middle of the trial defending it based on some knowing possession thing, and now he can't identify my client. Uh, it was a, a it, it, it. This is a good cop story, right? This is restoring right. faith. He's and, being, and I yeah, feel like yeah. I being should, honest. Yes. I feel yes. like I should share one of those because yep. uh, it would have been the easiest lie in the world. Nobody would have known, and I'm, in fact, I'm convinced that happens every day of the week. Uh, please testify to something. I mean, are they, do they really know that's him? Uh, you got to ask yourself. If a year goes by, maybe they show him like a arrest sheet or something that says this is the guy you got, and then they can link it up. I don't know. There are ways but, maybe to get around yeah, it, but the, yeah. you know that the, the, they lose that moment where yes, I identify right. him. Right. A uh, colleague of ours had a similar situation where the person he looked around, and it wasn't a cop; it was just a witness, and said, "Yeah, he's back there," and pointed to just some dude that had nothing to do with the case <laughs> in the back, and he just his face was like. Huh? <laughs> Me? It's like, uh, can we have a recess here? Can we figure out what the heck we're going to do? I mean, yeah. last week, I would have not been able to identify Bill with that haircut he had. Oh, God. There was no was way. If he was the courtroom, I'd be like, I don't think that's him. I, mean, I don't that think guy that's just my got, guy. Got out of the insane asylum. You know what I mean? I, I it went crazy. You know. It's growing in, though. Did you guys see this uh, Border Patrol guy or um, that went and jumped on top of that uh, that submarine? He, was, he wasn't Border Patrol. That was a Coast Guard. No, Coast Guard. Yeah, yeah, Coast yeah. Guard. Submarine. How about that? On top of a, a, yeah. nar a narco submarine. So what they do apparently is they have these homemade submarines or makeshift submarines. They go right on top of the water and they bring drugs over. And this and guy jumps were, on They one? were rolling up on one. He's like, I don't think I can get on it. He finally jumps, yep. not bangs on the lid of it, and a guy swings it open and they drag him out. It was crazy. Why was not like, just die? You didn't I, see the video of this? There was dive, a, dive, there, dive, there was, dive. It doesn't look like the kind of the dive thing. Yeah. <laughs> there it's was like, nothing there for that. Couldn't he but, navigate like the, the, the ocean floor through the minefield? I had no idea that that was going on. That, I mean, you know people smuggle. You wonder how they smuggle them. What are you thinking? On boats or whatever. There, was, had a, there was a documentary. I forget the name of it. I think it was on Netflix. And uh, I was talking about this one guy that helped run around, and he was like, can you get me a sub? And he was like, I get you a sub. You know, they, you know, you know where the narcos buy their submarines? Russia. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The Russians, you, you can go there, a couple guys just like, we don't know what happens to that sub. <laughs> Drift it off. Drifted. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had a big tunnel carved in. Hanging around. Hanging in Estonia. Now it's gone. No. No. Kid had alligator blood. Not around anymore. We don't need it anyhow. <laughs> I wonder if I could buy Can I buy a submarine? Probably yeah, can. I see why you couldn't. Yeah, there's companies that make them. Yeah. You can get one built. I think I want one. No, God. listen, don't even start with the submarines, man. We haven't finished with the go-karts. Wait till we finish with the go-karts, then you can get on the submarine kick. Because yeah. you know what? I'm game. I, I know. Well, I'll I mean, race you. I'm just starting to think how dangerous I'm, that really is now. It's like in my head, I'm just <laughs> visualizing being in this tin can. like. Go to Coastside, right below. here in Columbus, Ohio. They got this uh, submarine yeah. that you can get into. It's like a, a one-man personal sub that they have setting up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been to that and you, one. you can crawl into that. That's pretty. It's tight. It's tight. It I, I got tight. into it. Yeah, yeah, my kids got into small. it, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to yeah. need a big one. I, I don't want the cluster. Big, I want one. That, that big right there. I don't want a big one. I want something like as big as this room. You know. I mean, that's that, Plenty that's of room to move around. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I have a kitchen. I just get nervous because you're here. Or a galley. Because of the, 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 the pressure. I mean, how deep do you want to go? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like, how deep is... 
what's what's around here? <laughs> Deer Creek, <laughs> like Buckeye Lake. <laughs> Deer Creek. We <laughs> can't see anything. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> Hoover. You know, what's the deepest part of Hoover? Like maximum's like twenty foot. Thirty twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's places at Deer. I was at Deer Creek the other day. That gets pretty deep there. I could go hide mm-hmm. at the bottom of there for a while. Buckeye Lake. I think like the deepest part of Buckeye Lake is like fifteen feet deep. Those were just the Buckeye Lake, Indian Lake. Those were just canal feeders originally. Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. They're they're just shallow little flooded places. But um, I don't know. I was going to talk. What do, you, what do you got? Oh, I was just, this is off topic. But yeah. I thought to, to follow up with our 4th of July show, that, that circulating Chillicothe thing. Did you guys read that? No. The, somebody hacked into the Chillicothe, city of Chillicothe <laughs> uh, Facebook page and put, sorry for the uh, <laughs> oh. sorry for the cheap-ass fireworks show or whatever, but all you opiate heads, whatever it was, <laughs> took away the, what did what did it say? Gosh, yeah, it took away all the funding. money. Yeah, all yeah. our funding is gone. We'd like to apologize for the years of somewhat weak-ass firework displays. <laughs> all, all the Narcan we've used to cut into the it cuts into the budget. Congratulations, <laughs> junkies! He messed up the freedom display for everyone. And then, like the guy responded, like he was the mayor, and he's like, "I'm not running for re-election anyway." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Did you see? Uh, we had. Uh, uh, Waxner in the news again. So you oh man, up. I don't. Yeah, I don't know a lot about that. Is that this story is insane? It, it is that. I mean, it, is there truth to that? I, I mean, know, know he got arrested and he's linked. So here's the deal. Um, it's old Jeffrey. Was it Epstein's, Ep, Epstein? Epstein. Epstein. So he's a billionaire guy, and um, what, what's fascinating about this is that it's sort of everybody always says, and, and, and I, I'm never one to really deny it that if you've got if you're filthy rich you're going to get better results out of the legal system than if you're not right and, and we I, talked about that documentary where he just basically said that yeah i mean that is what called is, it the staircase yeah he said what do i do if i was poor like i'm paying for all this now that know? was a legitimate criminal defense now epstein apparently all i can say is this he has a private jet bill you know what it's called what lolita Lolita, that's kind of uh, incriminating, right? Right. So he's got a private jet, and I think it's called Lolita. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I heard that. Lolita. Um, we better look that up. So make sure I can fact check. I need, I need, you know, the CNN. Epstein we're not, and Lolita. CNN's not fact checking everything I say yet, so I better make sure. But anyway, Epstein's got this private jet, and he's jet sitting around for the last thirty or forty years, and they say he's engaged in uh, young female trafficking. Right. And uh, by that, he has a penchant for having sex and abusing and treating It's underage called the girls. Lolita Express. The Lolita Express. Can you imagine That's even worse. That? How arrogant do you have to be to have a freaking jet yeah. named that? I mean, Lolita is the old movie about the young I mean, it's, this right. is horrible stuff. This, um, this says, Washington Times says, Bill Clinton ditched Secret Service on multiple occasions to yes. go on the Lolita Express. Yes. Here's what's interesting about yeah. this. There, there's interviews uh-huh. of Trump by some magazine back in a long time ago, like a year after these allegations we'll get to in a second. But Trump's like, oh, yeah, great guy, super guy, you know, loves women just like I do. And, yeah. uh, you know, even like some really young, I should add. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? And then at this, in the same breath, you hear about Bill Clinton is cruising around with him and has been on the Lolito Express for like these worldwide junkets yeah. around the world. And Bill Clinton's like, oh, fabulous guy, great humanitarian, yeah. all this stuff. And all the while, there's there's these girls now coming up and saying, this guy is horrible. Is, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a horrible Holy thing. Prince smokes. Andrew's involved with them. Now, here's what's interesting. Back, uh, how long ago was this? Uh, 90, 13 years ago? 13 years was ago. Last, to, to the last one? 03, 02. Anyway, there's a plea. He gets he gets charged with um, 
having sex with minors. Now, I understand that originally he was charged in Florida. And, right. And just like Ohio, if you have sex with an underage Oh, here we got the story here. So well, that's just one of them. That's just one of them. he's got he's got, got multiple stories. You on got here. this one, the, the the cut. What you need to know? No, I got a bunch of episodes. But yeah, the stuff. state of Florida was was charging him. All right, so he's indicted in the state of Florida with having sex with an underage girl. Right, right. Now, in Ohio, if that's under thirteen, if you have sex with a girl under thirteen or a child under thirteen, doesn't be a girl, uh, then that's that's rape automatically, and it triggers an automatic life sentence. That means like. When do you get right. out? You don't. Right. Well, I mean, probably not anyway. There, you can maybe get out after like 15 years. So Holy smokes. Do you see all the names of the people that flow on this thing? It's insane, isn't it? This guy's Dude, like hobnobbing like with Bill everybody. Bill Clinton, Sandy Berger, who's the Columbian pre, former Columbian, pre, oh, no, 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 National Security Advisor, uh, former uh, Columbian president, Naomi Campbell, <laughs> the actor, former Harvard president, Larry Summers, um, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> No surprise there. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Tucker, the actor. Holy smokes, man. Bill Clinton, obviously. Well, just because you're flying on it doesn't mean you're engaged in any I know, corrupt saying, activity. But uh, it's, it's I'll strange. Get into, the Lolita Express. I'll get into it. I mean, they're, they're saying they have beds installed for group sex on them. And, I mean, it's, it's like you, you get to see what goes on there, even if you're not participating. Yeah. I mean, what, just on the trippies with them, he's not doing this stuff? Right. It's insane. <laughs> like, oh, you know, take a break. But there are people saying that. So this Durkowitz guy is saying, on a couple of occasions, I was on a plane with my wife and my daughter. There were never any young girls on the plane during my trips. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. What's he gonna say? Well, yeah. let's go back. So he's. he's oh yeah, that time I was with my wife and, and daughter. Says, I didn't go into the back cabin where. Well, that's what he says. He yeah. says, and he told tell CNN, I certainly, quote unquote, I certainly didn't have sex on an airplane. I am not a member of the Mile High Club. Is that, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's yes. quote. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's where I would default to that. Yeah, interview, right, right? Like, right. Oh, no, I'm not a member of the Mile High Club. Let's make light of the fact that all these 14 and 13 and young women are getting raped and trafficked in. But uh, so what you got is this plane called the Lolita Express. And I'm just thinking, Bill, if you used to call me and say, hey, I got this buddy. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to cruise over to uh, Thailand. Thailand. And uh, we're just going to go there and back. We're going to sample it. Maybe we'll stop and get uh, pick up some uh, supplies in London. You know, maybe maybe, maybe we'll be a seascaper and set up a little because this island was Clinton's on the water. Defense. Yeah, like, the, the Secret Service is like, where did Bill go? Where? where? Right. It's like <laughs> we, we lose the fine Bill. Uh, you don't I lose never, the guy, right? It's, I, it's lunacy. I just needed a quick ride with Lolita. <laughs> you know, I just you know was hanging out there and forgot about the Secret Service. Guess they didn't see me. Right, I hope I, they didn't see me. I felt perfectly they got, safe. They got better beds on the Lolita. I felt perfectly safe. Good place to sleep. Take a nap. Yeah, it's insane what these guys are thinking. So if you called me up and said, we're cruising to Thailand, we're going to stop a couple places. Because this is what Bill's, Bill's defense was. They, like, they said they pulled the manifest of the plane or whatever the hell it's called, and he was, he's ridden it 26 times. And he says, well, now his people are saying, look, he's only been on four ventures, and there were that many stops for each of those four ventures to add up to 26 somehow. It's like, why are they stopping? Right, right. It's like, what are, yeah. they, what are they? Who are they picking up? What That's are they a good picking point. up? What's going on? And, yeah. and it, I just don't buy it. Anyway, the um, if you call and said my buddy's got this plane, it's private jet, it's awesome. We're gonna go catch this show in Thailand or wherever, and it's called the Lolita Express. I'd be like, who the hell is your buddy? What are you talking about? Some billionaire. Just come on with me. Do you man. know what the Lolita means? I mean, it's like <laughs> right. it doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. Now he gave old Les Wexner forty million. Uh, to help him out with uh, one of his uh, nonprofit foundations. Now, it does say here that while Wexner appeared to shun Epstein after his first arrest in Florida, many politicians 
and companies have continued their access and contributions from or with him in organizations. Well, so I guess the bottom line is everybody has been hobnobbing with this guy, or at least lots of have, lots have, and the poster child for one party and the poster child for the other party both have a history of sort of hanging around here. But what's what's most fascinating to me is that when the case is initially prosecuted, like in Ohio, as a life rape offense, somehow some magic happens. Somehow the case gets kicked up to the federal level. Now, granted, every now and then I've dealt with a a sort of sex-related case in federal court where maybe there's uh, child pornography involved and then there's contact actually with children and making the pornography. Sometimes I get involved, I've been involved in cases like that. But nine times out of ten, a child rape case happens in state court. This Some different. No. This one ends up in federal court. And the reason that's significant is because the federal AUSA cuts a secret deal. Okay, just hear this out. This is this is lunacy. So he cuts a secret deal. By secret meaning sealed proceedings. Prior to the feds indicting him. Prior to indictment. So it goes away, leaves the state jurisdiction, goes up to the feds where the case sort of disappears. And by disappears, I mean everybody sort of knew that something happened up there, but it wasn't really disclosed what happened up there. The case was never really indicted, but it was resolved up there by way of Bill of Information, I suppose. And he does. Now, here now, here's here we got it. We have 19 Crim 490. This is the United States of America versus Jeffrey Epstein, and here's this indictment or uh, Bill of Information or oh, sealed indictment. And uh, it talks about, I'm sure, all these allegations. Well, the result of this plea to this secret indictment he does like 18 months or maybe less of local time. And most of that he's permitted to serve at home while working or something. Six like that. days he can go to the office. Yeah. He's in the office six days a week. I think it was 13 months, 14, whatever. But 13, yeah, 14 months of work here. release. Right. Of work release. Now, how does that happen? Right, right. I mean, I, let me just let me just posit something. Do you think like the average Joe who's accused perhaps wrongfully of molesting a Child, we get look, and I've said this a thousand times. You want to pick a, you want to pick an area of law where there's bad accusations and wrong and wrongful accusations, and sadly convictions. It's that, right? It's like mm-hmm. when uh, during the course of a divorce or something, stepdad or new stepdad gets accused of something, and yeah, uh, somebody believes like a three year old kid. Yeah. I mean, this is way and more the penalties than that. are serious. This <laughs> person that filed the indictment in 2015, this Virginia gal, she was like 15, had really no ties to him. She was a sex slave. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so this I one mean, has this is even worse. This, 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 this is, is not a horrible even, case. Yeah. Horrible case, right? I mean, everybody t- touched this thing. And, and think about this. Do you think Epstein is like a, this billionaire just has this secret solo life where he is finding these 14, 13, 12 on his own? Well, he'd have to make some stops. Yeah. And part of that plea back yeah. in 2008, 2000, whenever it was, he had to register as a sex offender. Yeah, he had to register as a sex offender. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't wow. know for how long under... But, so he was just flying around in his jet to avoid the the three day registration policies. Well, and then he ends He's up privileged. Uh, so lo and behold, the AUSA is none other none other than Alex Acosta. All right, and so now there's that now there's more of a stink. So years ago, Alex Acosta uh, is uh, the chief or uh, labor chief under Trump right now uh, is the prosecutor on the Epstein case now. I would say this. He probably didn't orchestrate the deal on his own, I would say. I mean, I, I would say that right. he is certainly going to fall, and I'm reading a headline right now that three hours ago he has resigned um, due to the Jeffrey Epstein case. Uh, but he cuts a sweetheart secret 
sealed indictment deal with a bazillionaire and uh, the case just goes away and and the bazillionaire just gets on and goes on about a business mm-hmm. and and that's that and all these people claim like remember when the paterno case came out all these it's like yeah who yeah. thought for a second that he that they didn't that people didn't look the other way or turn a blind right. eye to such conduct i mean this had to have been rampant i would think and so, the problem back then they didn't notify the victims that this was going on the oh, deal when they when they cut the deal right yeah yeah, and yeah, yeah, the victims didn't even know. And now there's books coming out, and people uh, say they they're telling their stories. I mean, this is going to get really, really, really ugly. And I don't know this to be true, but I would bet that the, there are people who do what we do, defense lawyers, who are going to get in trouble if they're still around. I would almost bet it because you think so? I'll bet you. I'll bet you there's money that changed hands. Oh, uh, okay. I will bet you. Hmm, maybe. I mean, just getting your client a good deal isn't. Getting your client a good deal, I mean, but it's like, look, I've represented people that have a lot of money before, very powerful, rich people, and it's like you just don't get these deals don't happen. Like it's like you don't just go get a secret indictment sealed and and avoid a life rape. Yeah, I mean, how often does that happen? No, it doesn't, mm-hmm. unless you got some exculpatory evidence, you know. I guess and, and I don't. I, I haven't seen anything that suggests that. And maybe I mean, yeah. we give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I guess we don't know, but so I'm, I'm, I'm being pretty hard on the case. But I just I, I call BS. Yeah, I think it, there's going to be a whole mess around this. But I will say this, Alex Acosta. It would surprise me also that if he were working alone. I mean, a case like this, like it would be it'd be the talk of the office. Yeah, whoever got assigned that case. You would think. And I wonder if he, I didn't, I haven't done enough research to know to see if he were actually the head of the office. Yeah. He may not have been. I mean, he may just be an assistant. Yeah. If he's just an assistant, it's like he's going to have to get marching orders on how to handle such a case. Oh, for sure. And then the judge. So how, yeah. What's the judge saying about this? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we'll just let this. Huh. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, this is going to be an unraveled mess. Or a mess once it unravels. Especially with all the other players that were involved with them. Mm. Like Slick Willie and all that. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what everyone says. So how do we find out? Like, imagine the blowback against Trump if Slick Willie weren't part of it. And imagine the blowback against Slick Willie if Trump weren't part of it. Go right on the Lolita Express. He finds that funny. (laughs) Actually, I'm finding it funny is this this cord. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm like tangled up in, in cords. You're ta- it's I'm not like the, the, usual the headset's on the head and it's like strangling me. I thought it was a snake that was crawling up my it, neck or something. It's not your here. usual headset. It's not my usual headset. I forgot it. Left it at home. You want to go to Columbia this weekend? I got a buddy who has a plane. It's called the Cocaine Express. Is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go on We're the just going to fly over there, dude. It's just a quick yeah, run. I don't want to ride yeah. on the Coke Express. Cause your rabbit ears yeah. to go up. Gosh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I think about all this, but it, it, it spells doom. I mean... It's just not, there's going to be, this is horrible. No, it's, it's a sad story. And it's, uh, it again makes me hesitate with everyone, every side, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever it is, when you get to that level and you're that high up, what is there that nobody knows about? Yeah. This kind of power is, is huge. Cause we're not talking about like the staircase where you just have money to hire experts and right. to, uh, pay right. lawyers by their hourly rate to do a complete total workup of the case. It's like, this is a fix-it job. And fix-it job, like, how does he have the financial power to fix it? I, I don't yeah. care if he's innocent, right? I mean, cases still right. don't go away this way, even when people are innocent. They're still, like, if, if he were actually innocent, it wouldn't have to be sealed. Yeah. You know, it's hmm. like, I, I mean, there, there's, right? there's yeah. got to be people out there that that's their job. 
and they're just sworn to secrecy, and that's her job. What's that movie with uh, Clooney? Yeah, that movie with Fix Clooney? It guy, whatever it was, yeah. the fixer. And the guy hits a guy, a wealthy guy hits somebody jogging, and what is that? Called? Sends him the, over. The, Great movie. The fixer guy sends him know. over, and and know. he's like, I. He goes, What did you think I was going to do when I got here? And he's like, The firm said that you are the fix it, that you would fix it. Hmm. And he's like, Well, I don't know how I'm going to do that. George Clooney hasn't done anything since Roseanne, man. No, that was yeah, yeah. You might be right about that. That was that was his best performance. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> of life. Thanks of life was his best performance. Thanks of life. Michael That's Clayton. Right. He Michael, was Michael Clayton. Clayton. Yeah, Michael great Clayton. movie. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, but there must have been some fix it guy here, I would think, because. And, and, but it, the, the only like, person I know that squeaked clean in all this is a Barack Obama. He's squeaky clean, dude. I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's squeaky clean. Uh, the, the, yeah. He's torn uh, out Branson. I don't think that he's getting anything trouble there. Yeah. You know, for old Virgin Records and everything. Virgin, you know, Branson. Is he going to the moon? Bronson? Bronson. No, it's Branson. Action Branson? No, it's Branson. Branson, the, the Missouri? No, the guy, he's got like, you know, you know Branson. What's he's a billionaire. His, what's his name? What's his whole name? I forget his whole name, man. I'm not friends. Oh. I'm not on the mailing <laughs> list, brother. I, I didn't get called to go into his jet and go surf around the world or anything like that. Branson. He's got the space. He's even building yeah, spaceships right now, man. He's got, space? you know what I mean, like Virgin Records and Virgin oh, Airlines. Oh, you're talking and about uh, like $40 billion. B-R-A-S-O-N. That's how you spell his name. Is he the one making the tunnel, the train? Who's that? No, that's that's somebody else. Richard Branson. Elon Richard, Musk. Yeah. Richard Elon Branson. Musk. Richard, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Sir Richard Branson. Sir, Ooh, he's nice. Sir, Sir Richard Sir Charles Branson. Nicholas Branson, born July 18, 1950. He's a British... Yeah. Business magnet. Well, I mean, I guess speaking of going to space, are you? Do you signed up to Storm Area Fifty One? You were talking about that. I haven't heard about that. I don't know anything about it. Bill knows a little bit about it. Yeah, we basically. I don't know. Area Fifty One. Years ago, they said you know UFO landed and they got from Roswell. Whatever they think aliens are there. So yeah, we've all, all seen these the, people, we've all seen the Will Smith movie, dude. I know. It's, I know it exists. So these people go out there. And one, I think, just went out there in January, tried to cross over, was shot dead, because it's a military base. They have orders to shoot. They've got signs up that say you will get shot. So now this online petition, it is, man, there's a huge one. 300,000 people have signed up. 400,000 as of an hour ago. Really? Yeah. They want to go there and storm the place. Because how many bullets can you have? Quote, unquote, they can't stop us all. Right. <laughs> now you got to remember, they probably were yeah, they probably identified did. flying spacecrafts or ships or aircrafts because we were developing them. But you know people you know, are going to do this. It was a top this. secret place. Or those, were, those were ours. There's going to be crazies out there that are going to do it. I mean, not 300,000, but I'm sure that... See, I think they probably could stop all those people. Well, what do you think they're going to find? And after the first 10 got shot, the rest would run like hell, right? I mean, come on. You would think. <laughs> what is, like, We're so not what, storming so Normandy is, here, if, right? If we had some aliens at, at Area 51 and all of this talk's been going on, it don't you think by now they'd be like, maybe we should store the aliens somewhere else? <laughs> I mean, that's that, a good just, point. That would have been my call. Yeah, but, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, you know, why, they, they're awfully suspicious about this here. Let's so put them in from North Dakota. Right. You guys got to hear, hear this. So oh, Time, Time Magazine Time Magazine has published the method of invasion that this site suggests. So if you're one of these 400,000, it's uh, Naruto Uzumaki. It is a Japanese character who runs with his head down and arms stretched behind him that on the website it says they're going to do a, a Naruto run. 
So they are going to run all of them head down, head down with their arms stretched behind them. We can move faster than their bullets. The event page says. <laughs> I love these people. I can't wait. When, when are they supposed to do this? This was actually said by them, but that sounds like something they read on flawlessjokes.com. If you ask, if you ask me, why? Well, it I sounds mean, like flawlessjokes.com. Yeah. <laughs> the place is called Area Fifty One. I mean, it, that just sounds awful alieny to me. I mean, why does it have to have an area? I've already and a seen number? inside of it. Will Smith went inside of it. I've already seen what the aliens look like. We don't need to. We don't need second confirmation. Just go to the movies. Did you ever watch X Files? They're there yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, yeah that is the whole tour yeah. there. A lot yeah. all the time there. Yeah, man, it is crazy though. This is like big news. Time no, magazine reporting news. on it. It's it's ridiculous, <laughs> is what it is. That, I would Dude, not. I would not clarify that as big news. If four hundred thousand people show up at Area 51, 88 miles outside of Vegas and storm it with their heads down and arms straight behind them, holy it'll crap! Take, it'll it'll take I want to see a video. Here, of here's that. my solution. They just need to lemming them all. They just dig a big pit. They because they run with their heads down, they won't be looking where they're going. Boom, 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 like the lemmings right in the pit. What if they just do a big trip wire around the whole thing, right about waist high? What if they just, just pull out machine tr- guns and say, stop, or I'm going to mow you down? <laughs> they should just unleash the aliens. So what What authority do they So Area 51 is a government area. Yeah. It's yes. protected it's by the government. top secret military force. I don't even know what the hell it is. What do they yeah, say it does? Like, is it, uh, this is our alien center or is it, this is our military (laughs) center in case they would would see all these sites and all these flights. Okay. And then how far is Roswell? You gotta think, you gotta think it's before, you know I mean? During cold war times. You mean during things where we had stole some Russian aircrafts and we were working with them and reconstructing them and building them like the stealth bomber. Now let's imagine when the stealth bomber first came out, if you had not seen that, what, and, and you just saw one yeah. flying across the sky in New Mexico. It's probably flying over you Area would, 51. You would look up at it and you'd be like, that looks like a spaceship. Right. Because to a point, it kind of is. So, you know what I mean, with the shapes? So if we were working on stealth technology, one thing that you don't want people to know about is stealth technology, this whole purpose <laughs> of stealth technology. So you wouldn't be flying these aircrafts during the middle of the day where people could see it. You would fly it in areas where we used to blow up nuclear bombs to test them out because not a lot of people are just being like, you know, I really would like a piece of that property to raise my <laughs> right. kids. So they were probably like, there's a good place for us to test new flying apparatuses that we have and it would look like aliens because i mean like the first i forget what year this you know the stealth plane came out but it was how many decades before they released the information and you really believe all that what that we've got a stealth plane this is alien stuff well but you're a dude that we got a stealth (laughs) plane i've seen broken arrow I've seen Broken Arrow. I know I've what happens with those stealth planes. Right. So you're pretty close to what Wikipedia says, believe it or not. It says, a uh, United States Air Force facility commonly known as Area 51 is a highly classified remote detachment of Edwards Air, Air Force Base within the Tech Nevada Test and Training Range. According to the CIA, that is the in- Central Intelligence Agency, the correct names for the facility. They've never told us a lie. Our homey Open airport, uh, KXTA, and Groom Lake. Uh, the name Area 51 apparently was used in the CIA in a couple CIA documents from the Vietnam War era. Um, it's been referred to as Dreamland and Paradise Ranch. Uh, so the base's current primary purpose is publicly unknown, but based wow. on historical mm-hmm. evidence, it crazy. most likely supports the development and testing of experimental aircraft and weapons systems. 
the intense secrecy surrounding the base has made it the frequent subject of conspiracy theories and a central component to the unidentified flying object folklore. Mm. I didn't expect folklore. that. I thought it was going to be testing little green men and women. <laughs> Man, that's wild, though. Oh, that'll be cool. So down in, Vegas is down in the tip of Nevada, right? So if this is 83 miles from Vegas, it's probably really close to New Mexico. Because Roswell is like the town where everybody like has the alien parade in New Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Where they, yeah. that's where they, the, the aliens, because they, they, they saw land a lot 51. of UFOs flying yeah. around, which Man. were actually our government flying new experimental aircraft. That makes sense. Yeah. That could, that, that could totally be plausible. Or you would see things that I looked mean, odd, and you'd see story. planes that move differently. Yeah. The, the other, other story is there's like aliens. There's aliens, and they've captured them, and they're being stored at Area 51. I mean, the my CIA. Dad, my dad would be embarrassed if you heard this, but he had, a, he had a story. He's out fishing late at night, and he had a story. He believes that he saw something. Yeah. Aliens? He doesn't know. Or, did it, or could it have been one of the Jared's experiments? Is this in you can't know Illinois? Illinois? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. That's not that far. I mean, for an alien Why would ship. aliens ever go to Illinois? Yeah, I'm just, right. I'm just saying. Maybe they really yeah. like, oh, no, they want to make one of those corn things. On the way to Chicago. Uh, crop circles. Crop circles. Crop circles. Yeah, yeah, dude. They're like, this is a perfect place. I got a huge, just it, 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 a lot of space where I can make all kinds of cool stuff. There's corn there. Right. Uh, so, but tell me why then. Did the CIA, the CIA does not publicly acknowledge the existence of this base until 2005. Right. When there was a Freedom of Information Act request. Mm-hmm. So they were forced to finally give up the goods and say, yes, we do have a, a secret Air Force base here where we test things. So if you now the other side of Jared's coin is if you have, in fact, been hiding alien spacecraft forever and you need to come up with a cover story because now it's all about to get to blow up, you say it's experimental aircraft. Uh, it works both like ways. That, that gets you out. What's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander, man. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens exist. All right. Well, we got to keep it. We got to keep in touch with this story. Because I need some video. No, four hundred people storming Area Fifty One. Four hundred thousand storming Area Fifty One. Four hundred thousand people signed a petition. I'm going to get up for the next week How on those CNN. People are going to stop watching look, reruns I, of The Simpsons I and smoking bong it. hits gonna to make it out though. to go They'll run come. out there crossing Area Fifty One. Let's say we get half of them. Two hundred thousand. That's still pretty good. You won't get half. Doing the Naruto run or whatever. Just the whole run, head first, arms yeah. behind you, because that's the safest you way to run. Us. You like, can't get like, us all. If you, if you want to fight somebody, head forward, arms back, back, straight run. That's the best. Especially if you want to fight me, I would prefer that you come at me like <laughs> well, that. It says that that's how you, that's how the, how the bullets, it says that's how the bullets miss you, though. So, like, so if I'm in an alley and somebody's pulling a smaller, gun, I'm It's just, a smaller target, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if you come at me that way, I'm just going to do a little... I'm gonna do sandwich will get you Side guys. step and knee. We're going to do what Jorge Masvidal did this weekend. What did Big do? flying knee knockout. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is not going in the direction I thought it was when we sat down, but that's this okay. Is, this is hot news. Hot off the presses, man. Well, I think it's... It's, well, it's uh, hot as an alien ship falling into our atmosphere. Well, I mean, to support Jared's theory... <laughs> It didn't. It didn't start up. That base didn't begin until 1942 as Indian Springs Air Force Auxiliary Field, and it consisted only of two unpaved 5,000-foot runways uh, aligned northeast, southwest, and northwest, southeast. And they actually give the coordinates here. I'd like that matters somehow. 
That's just um, a, that's a decoy. Aliens don't need runways. So wh- Where we're mean, going, we don't did need. Did they roads. decide to use it just in 1942 <laughs> for the first time, or had they been going to Area 51 as an area? Before that. What's the theory? The theory is something crashed there, right? And they had to set up a base to just, like preserve it. I thought somebody I had some think, theory that well, they had some alien theory. ship preserved and they built we something stole over it. Some Russian equipment, <laughs> and we're breaking it down and going over with it. The that's U2, what. That's what that, it was. That could the U two program began there. I'm going to yeah. tell you that's what happened. So they developed the U two by the CIA. You want how I know? 55. An alien told me. A little birdie. Right. Look, an everybody alien, knows the aliens are watching. And they were like this, ah, they got that Russian spacecraft that we accidentally dropped in Russia, and they wanted it back. That's what I think. They traded for it. They might have. Dropped off a couple half submarines to use for smuggling, too. No? They should just contact the aliens. (laughs) You know what I mean? There'd be nobody jumping into the water on your sub if you got an alien flying ship. You know what I mean? I don't Unidentified know, man. The flying a big, object. a big place out there. We'll have to see. It's we'll like, have well, to see what these folks that storm the building find. So when are they supposed to storm it? When are they supposed to do the lemming run? I don't think it's been decided yet. Oh, they're <laughs> going to get around to it, dude. I'm telling you. All these people that are signing this right now are watching. I mean, hopefully the they're not picking a day. It's like, think about that. We'll be there June 20th or July 20th at 9 a.m. It's like, hopefully they're not doing that. How else well, would you do it? <laughs> You gotta catch. I mean, if you want to get five hundred, four hundred thousand people, you're you're gonna have to pick a date. (laughs) Unless they all do this mental telepathy uh, transfer (laughs) because they were abducted before and they can talk within four hundred thousand people. That's a good point. I mean, what's what's the population of Columbus? We're over a million in here, aren't we? Do we know? I was going to say it's one point five with Columbus in the surrounding vicinity. Yes, you just had that at your fingertips. Yeah, Yeah. one point five. It's about that, I think. Maybe a little more now. So one point six, so maybe. You know what I mean? With so, surroundings. So we're talking a quarter of uh, we're talking a quarter of, of Columbus is just gonna bus up and run out. And there. they're gonna hide in the mountains. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna bring out a. Is bunch your brother of, going? Maybe He's gonna close. Bring out a your brother's of, close by. Is he gonna yeah, go? He is he, is he gonna do the run? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta tell your brother, man. man. You better have a lot. You better have a lot of grill covers though. So you can just hide in the, in the desert under a grill cover. You can hide under a grill cover and <laughs> yeah, his life would be good. And the just bring everybody. That's that's got to be the everybody gets a secret text and you says grab your. They have like the foil hats on. Grab just your grill cover. So they, I mean, nobody can tap into their brains. It could make big news. You know, who I blame Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, that's that is who I'm blaming for this whole alien thing right here, dude. <laughs> Why? <laughs> If I had explained it to you, Bill, there's no need for you to know. <laughs> I think the answer is on flawlessjokes.com. Flawlessjokes.com. Yep. Disconnect Alrighty. jokes. That's the disconnect joke section. Right now, right now, the, this got one long-running joke. It's still running there on flawlessjokes.com. It's called the coming soon joke. It just keeps running. But, but it's coming soon. Yeah. It is. We've been working on it. Things are going ahead. When's it coming? We are interviewing uh, some, right now, we are, we, are, we are going through interview process for the host of the show. Uh, you know where I think you should start? That Facebook page of 400,000 people. You got 400 applicants, 400,000 applicants. Sounds like they're smart people. They're trying to figure out and get... <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying with, to uncover I'm, I'm, the I'm government going with the secrets. Local boy. I'm going with a local comedian, Jason Banks. Jason Banks. Yes, man. He's killer, dude. He slays it. He's uh, hot. Shout ma- out to makes Jason you laugh. Banks. Dude, he makes you laugh, man. He's a good guy. We got to get him on the show. We, uh, no, he he doesn't even want to be on this show. He wants his own show. Come no, on. I know, he's but he's got to start somewhere. He's, he's above our pay grade. But you can Google him right now, man. You'll find him. No, I know, but why wouldn't you want to promote his show on this show with we, we'll 10 get on million ten we'll get him listeners? On million thousand listeners. Yeah. Anyway, the point is we are 
sponsored in part by FlawlessJokes.com. Also, thanks roll out to Circle 270 Media, 511 Media, uh, Dan Buckley Photographers, Photography, forgive me, uh, all the experts that make this show as popular as it is, the 10 million listeners out there uh, should give thanks to all those folks, uh, particularly FlawlessJokes.com and Yavich and Palmer. Check us out. Ohio throw Advanced Vapor Westerville in there if you want. Man. <laughs> I mean, they're a great place right there. Yeah, yeah, Advanced. <laughs> and I mean, more, to more, more to come. More to come. We got, we got someone we're trying to pick up there on the sponsorship. Uh, yeah. They're and, coming close. Uh, we're coming very close. So those of you who enjoy your low-carb lifestyle and miss all the delicious down-home treats, uh, stay tuned for Aunt Joanne's Food for Everyone. Uh, you can get some sugar-free, low, low, low-carb uh, country biscuits. Not only that, chocolate chips. Chocolate chip cookies. Uh, and I tell you what, Bill, you will never even notice the difference. Take it to uh, your next holiday party and <sighs> all your Youngstown folks. They're going to say, this is awesome. Add, mm. you know, I, I I love all the sugar that's in it. Tancho Ann's. You're going to say, no, nah, there's no sugar mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. And they're like, what? We don't like it now. No, anyway, uh, all those awesome sponsors bringing this show to you all the time or uh, weekly. Is it weekly? It's pretty much weekly. Weekly. Uh, anyway, that uh, is lawyer talk off the record on the air. Talking about what we talk about, we talked about uh, hot in the news, hot news topics. We haven't done a news the special Lolita for a while. Express. Lolita Express. Uh, that one troubles me though, man. I inside. Yeah. Uh, Lolita Express cops fudging ev- or uh, planting evidence. Uh, and Area 51. Coast Guard submarines. Coast Guard Area 51. And Area 51. I mean, where- do you think they were planting all those slaves that they had on that plane? You know, they're like, I didn't put them there. Bill Clinton got on. He must have planted them. They came in with Bill. That's going to be his defense. Uh, I have never. They were just, I think they were doing a, a tour. <laughs> he just wanted to do another Bill impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lawyer talk off the record on the air, at least until now.